It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Dolphins fans, and welcome to this Thursday, July 8th, 2021 edition of Locked On on Dolphins here on the show. We got some news about when you can be in attendance in Miami Gardens for Miami Dolphins training camp. 14 open practices, including two joint practices with the Atlanta Falcons. So we're going to review what those dates are when you yourself can find yourself watching the Dolphins practice in the build-up to the 2021 season starting at the end of this month. Additionally, NFL.com picked their choice for the Miami Dolphins' most likely first-time Pro Bowler in 2021. We're going to review who that was, and we're going to make a little bit of a big board. If you guys are familiar with me, Kyle Krabs, host of Locked On Dolphins, managing editor of USA Today's Dolphins Wire, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, director scouting at DraftNetwork.com, all of those hats I wear. You know I'm a big draft guy, and anybody who's a big draft guy loves making rankings. So we're going to make a big board of, in my opinion, the top five candidates to be named to their first Pro Bowl as members of the Miami Dolphins in 2021. So let's start with training camp, because this was uh, the news that came out on Wednesday in the morning. They released the schedule. If you're a season ticket holder, you can get on there now and reserve your tickets. They're free, but you do have to reserve tickets uh, and if you are not a ticket season ticket holder, you can go on Ticketmaster on Thursday, today, and try and get yourself tickets as well. Uh, the dates for the Miami Dolphins' public training camp practices at their new practice facility in Miami Gardens, right next to Hard Rock Stadium, are as follows. Saturday, July 31st. Monday, August 2nd. Tuesday, August 3rd. Wednesday, August 4th. Off on that Thursday, Friday, August 6th, Saturday, August 7th, Sunday, August 8th. And they're off because they're away for a preseason game in Chicago. I'll be in Chicago for that one. Uh, The next home practice, Tuesday, August 17th, Wednesday, August 18th, Thursday, August 19th. Off for the weekend in the preseason game. Tuesday, August 24th, Wednesday, August 25th, Thursday, August 26th, and Friday, August 27th. All practice dates set, all practice times, listed at 10.10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Dolphins, their two joint practices with Atlanta are Wednesday, August 18th, and Thursday, August 18th. 19th. We say all that to say, if you're interested in getting down to training camp, you're interested in taking in some of the practice yourselves, that's going to be your prime opportunity to do so and see them bang heads with another team. Not just another team, but a team that the Dolphins are actually going to host in week seven of this 2021 regular season, off the heels of their trip to London to play Jacksonville. So 
Those two practices in particular, really fascinating to see them there on the schedule for public practices and a good litmus test and will probably help you create some expectations if you are there in attendance for what it's going to look like when the Dolphins play the Falcons in week seven. So in recap, 14 total practices, 10, 10 in the morning. You can go on Ticketmaster right now, uh, regardless of whether you're season ticket holder or not. Right now on Thursday, you can get in and choose what practice is provided uh, that these limited supplies, they are first come, first serve. Um, they have not given away the allocated practice tickets for any given day. As far as yours truly, uh, I do have some some travel planned for August. I am hoping to be able to secure a handful of days to go down to practice if I am able to clear my schedule the way that uh, I am anticipating. You're probably looking at the 3rd and 4th of August. So early in this process is when my schedule is going to allow me uh, to get down to Miami Gardens for practice, although that is yet to be finalized. No promises, but I am going to be there for a number of games. And reminder, once August rolls around, we're going to open up the floodgates for the giveaway here with Locked On Dolphins. Somebody who listens to this show is going to win tickets to sit six rows off the field and watch the Dolphins play the Houston Texans at Hard Rock Stadium later this season. Really excited for the giveaway. We did it for the first time last year, my first season hosting Locked On Dolphins uh, for the Rams game, to his first start. So looking forward to meeting another one of you guys, sitting and watching the game, talking football, and uh, I'll also be there for the doubleheader uh, that following Thursday against Baltimore. So lots to look forward to. Make sure you hit subscribe. Keep it locked in right here on Locked On Dolphins because we got a lot of great Stuff coming down the chute, including next, looking at NFL.com's pick for the Dolphins' most likely first-time Pro Bowl player, and then our own respective big board list of the Dolphins' roster, and who my top five choices are for that accolade. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action, whether you're looking for MLB, NBA, NHL, or the UFC. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs. So head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out the great sporting news sign-up bonuses and contest information available. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So Mark Sessler of NFL.com put together a list of uh, his prediction for every AFC team's first-time Pro Bowl player, his choice for the Miami Dolphins. Not a member of the rookie class from 2021. Not a member of the rookie class from 2022. He picked tight end Mike Gusecki, the Miami Dolphins. 
fourth-year player entering into a contract year, fourth in the NFL amongst tight ends last year in receiving yards with just over 700. Not a bad choice. Uh, Here's what Mark Sessler had to say about this choice. Dolphins weren't shy about adding firepower to an offense that too often fell flat with Tua Tungvalo at the motherboard. First-round wideout Jalen Waddell and difference maker when healthy Will Fuller were tremendous offseason ads. That didn't diminish the glow of contested catch Maven Mike Gusecki, whom I'd label as the team's most improved player on offense in 2020. He's a six foot six man freak with an enormous catch radius and all the physical tools wired for destruction. Mark Sassler, NFL.com. Fair assessment of Mike as a player, fair assessment of his talents, fair assessment of the Dolphins' offense. Here's where. Here's where I think it's a little challenging, right? Because yesterday on the show, we did go over the fantasy projections of the notable offensive weapons for the Miami Dolphins, including Mike Gusecki, in which case I was buying the CBS Sports and ESPN projections, which had Mike somewhere in the low to mid 650 receiving yards, five or six receiving touchdowns. Just because I think there's a lot more mouths to feed now in this passing offense. And Mike's going to be super motivated to have a highly productive year. Of course, no question. It's a contract year. But the addition of guys like Fuller and Waddle, I do think, to some degree, diminish the shine or the glow, as Mark Sessler put it, of Mike Isecki and his workload in this offense. And uh, if he hits his glass ceiling at 700 receiving yards, that could very well be Pro Bowl worthy as a tight end. But you're in the AFC, and here's where you kind of, I get more hesitant about Mike. It has nothing to do with Mike's individual skill set. But if you're being honest and you look at the AFC landscape as a whole, right? You've got Travis Kelsey and you've got Darren Waller. Guys are going to have 1,200-plus receiving yards unless one of them gets hurt. Heaven forbid, knock on wood, we hope that doesn't happen. We don't root for anybody to get injured. But unless one of those guys gets hurt, like, there's two tight end Pro Bowl spots right there, like, already taken up. So now Mike has to outpace the entirety of the field. And you think about what the rest of the AFC looks like at the tight end position. Mike's up there, but the Denver Broncos have Noah Fant a wide receiver who is similarly physically gifted and was on pace from a production standpoint to outproduce Mike Gusecki before he got hurt midway through the season last year. Again, this is just in the AFC West. Uh, The Patriots brought in Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith and gave both of those guys $12.5 million per season. Uh, I think Hunter Henry, as a more traditional tight tight end, is going to take a high volume of snaps and could very easily end up challenging the same numbers, assuming he stays healthy, as what Mike Gusecki will put up this season. I don't see any threats in New York. I don't see any threats with the Bills in this division specifically. Uh, but you didn't even get to Austin Hooper in, in, with the Cleveland Browns, who you should have plenty high expectations for uh, in a play-action-heavy offense with Baker Mayfield in the running game with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. So you got to be worried about Austin Hooper. you got to be worried about Hunter Henry. you got to be worried about Noah Fant. The Dolphins went out and added all these wide receivers. 
that's kind of just, I, I have a little bit of a hard time getting on board, to be completely honest, just because it's not Mike, it's you assess the field. And you got to hope that Mike takes another leap off of what he already produced. Now, if he meets what Yahoo Sports' fantasy projection was for Mike Gusecki, which is like 825 yards and seven touchdowns or whatever, then yeah, that'll probably be enough to get it done and get that third spot. The other thing that you could hope for is one of those two teams that does have a perceived lock uh, ends up making it to the Super Bowl. Ideally, it's the Dolphins that make the Super Bowl, and Mike gets preempted out of a Pro Bowl spot because he's not going to play in the Pro Bowl if he's getting ready to play in the Super Bowl. It's more likely that Travis Kelsey gets preempted out of his spot and opens up some flexibility for you. But wouldn't you still like him to not be a reserve anyway? I mean, I know we're splitting hairs, but this is ultimately at the end of the day, and this is a good segue into our last bit for the day. This is the big next step for the Dolphins. They got a really physically talented young core of players, but they don't have a lot of players that have accolades. Xavier Howard, head and shoulders, you ask almost anybody, who's going to be the MVP for the Dolphins? Who's the best player on the Dolphins? Xavier Howard. He's an all-pro. Do the Dolphins even have another all-pro? Casual fan talking, not us. We understand the dynamics of this team. But the Dolphins need to see some of these young guys make that jump. That came up on Power to the Pot earlier this week when we were asked about Robert Hunt. Is Robert Hunt going to make the Pro Bowl this year? Well, offensive linemen specifically usually make it one year after they begin being deserving to make it. So if you think Robert Hunt's a Pro Bowl guard this year, soft circle 2022. But that narrative, if you start getting two guys, three guys on either side of the football that are legitimate Pro Bowl caliber, Pro Bowl worthy players, that's where this team goes from being tough and disciplined and solid but unspectacular, and they win by being smart and executing and X's and O's and being opportunistic. That's where they go from that to where you, you kind of shift the DNA of your team, and it's not, I hope we're winning, it's we expect to win because we have, in crunch time, players A, B, and C on offense and players X, Y, and Z on defense that we know if it's a critical third and long, if it's a critical red zone opportunity, they're going to make a play. They're going to make that play because that's what you expect of those players week in and week out. Now, the Dolphins last year showed that they have enough players to go around and whether it's Zach Sealer stepping up on fourth down against Arizona at the point of attack to help stuff a player, Xavier Howard picking off Justin Herbert on third down to help really ice a game. Tua Tungvaloa scrambling for a touchdown against New England in the fourth quarter. Mac Hollins coming down with a miracle catch from Ryan Fitzpatrick down the sideline with Fitzpatrick's face getting ripped off. You could go through just about every closely contested win the Dolphins had last year, and you could probably point to a different number one culprit to win the game each week. That's, that's the sign of a great physically and mentally tough football team. But if Miami's going to be a championship-caliber football team, you need those handful of players on both sides of the ball that are going to consistently, week in and week out, make three game-changing plays for you apiece. Because at the end of the day, 
80% of games played in the NFL are decided by five or six plays, a handful of plays where the ball is going to bounce one way or another. And if you got those guys who show up big time when the lights are brightest and there's the most on the table, that's how you win 11-plus games every year. And that's what we all aspire for this Dolphins franchise to become. RockAuto.com is a family business who's been providing auto parts customers with high-quality service online for the last 20 years. So whether you're shopping for engine control modules, brake parts, taillights, motor oil, or even new carpet, for your classic or daily driver, RockAuto.com has everything you need in one easy-to-navigate catalog, and in just a few clicks, you can get everything delivered directly to your front door. Best of all, price are the same at RockAuto.com for both professionals and do-it-yourselfers, so why would you shop anywhere else and spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So visit rockauto.com for all your auto parts needs. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. You guys think you're pretty slick. I read the Twitter comments. Everybody's giving me a big old hard time about... My segues into Built Bar Reads, I'm not giving you the satisfaction today. I don't have anything clever cooked up. I'm just calling you out. I hope I do make you smile every time we segue into a Built Bar Read. Because Built Bar makes me smile every time I finish one of their delicious protein bars. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I hope I got you there. We're talking 100% chocolate on all their bars. High in fiber. High in protein, low in calories, low in sugar. 10 plus flavors to pick from right now, including this is an all-time sleeper for number one overall pick on the Built Bar Flavor Big Board. Grasshopper Cookie is here. I got sent a sample like two months ago. I said, what in the hell is this? And it's, it, it's the most delicious one I think I've ever had. It's now available for a limited time only, so do not make the mistake of letting this opportunity pass you by. BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and save 15% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com. Promo code LOCKED15. Save 15% off your order of the world's most delicious protein bar. So we've reviewed what Mark Sessler's pick would be for the Dolphins' most likely first-time Pro Bowl player. It's time to make our own list. We're going to do top five. I'm going to start with number one. And I do think it's appropriate to look to the defensive side of the ball here. Um, You're looking for star power. You're looking for impact plays. And when I look at the Dolphins, and I kind of assess the likelihood, and again, you do have to kind of grade this on a curve for players who are not only talented and have a high level of opportunity with the team, but players that are within reasonable standing within the rest of the conference at their respective position. So I look at a guy like Christian Wilkins, and yeah, I'd love to pick Christian Wilkins to be a candidate to make the Pro Bowl. But Christian Wilkins is in a a conference that's got a lot of really talented interior defenders, and he's just not had the sack production, so I'm not going to project him to make that leap. I think one player that has a really good opportunity to be an X factor, and I'm really ready to buy in based on 
my pre-draft evaluation of this player, how the Dolphins chose to invest in this player, all of the reports that are coming out. If you ask me right now, who's the most likely first-time pro bowler in Miami, my pick would be Javon Holland, the safety, who's taking over for Bobby McCain at free safety. All of the feedback around Javon is positive. Super smart, loves the game. You know he's chomping at the bit because he didn't play ball last year. He's a plus athlete. He's not a 4-3 guy. doesn't have to be a 4-3 guy. can play in the nickel. He can play up high. He's going to move all over this defense by the end of the year. And if he lives up to the expectation, there's going to be a lot of opportunities to make plays. And I think he's going to be up to, for that occasion. So you can put me down for my number one pick, Javon Holland, on the big board. Number two, I'm going to shift gears, go over to the offensive side of the football, and I'm going to identify Will Fuller. Because I do think Will Fuller, provided he plays all 16 games, based off the production that he had through 11 games last year, based on his speed, talent, the fact that he's a well-known, well-established name, if he ends up out performing expectations and my set expectations based on yesterday's show somewhere around a thousand yards if he puts up 1150 puts up 1200 yards he's probably going to be a really big catalyst for what shifts this Dolphins offense into a lot more explosive plays and I would bet on that being enough to qualify to make the Pro Bowl now he's never put a thousand yards up in a single season before I understand that but he's already missing his obligatory, mandatory one-game miss to keep his streak going of not playing in a full season in week one because of the suspension. So much speed around him, and he is really undersold as a route runner. So give me Will Fuller at the number two spot. My number three spot, I'm going to circle Emmanuel Agba's name. Agba has the benefit of well-established production based off of last year's showing. Uh, he had nine sacks last year. He led the team. He had the big big play, uh, the strip sack against Jared Goff and the Rams that was played on a loop a million times last year. I think Emmanuel Agba, in a contract year, is going to be highly motivated to do a repeat performance, and he's going to have a better pass rusher opposite him in Jalen Phillips. Agba's looking to earn a $15 million plus a year contract, and that's no report there. That's just kind of understanding the value of the position, understanding that the salary cap is going to grow. Matt Judon got 15 mil from the Patriots this past year. That's probably going to be a number that's referenced quite a bit. He's going to be highly motivated to do that, and I think he is better positioned with complementary players around him on defense to achieve that than my number four pick, which would be Mike Gusecki. So in summary, you've got number one, Javon Holland. Number two, Will Fuller. Number three, Emmanuel Agba. Number four, Mike Gusecki. And my number five pick on this list, and I don't know how this didn't happen last year, but that's why he's at number five. Kicker, Jason Sanders. Somebody's going to have to explain to me, like I'm five, how Jason Sanders can be a first-team All-Pro last year and not make the Pro Bowl. And again, it goes back to 
what is the Pro Bowl? The Pro Bowl is a lot of times a name recognition honor. And the kicker that did make the Pro Bowl last year in place of Jason Sanders, who, by the way, was 36 of 39 on field goals and was a perfect 36 for 36 on extra points last year, Baltimore Ravens kicker Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker was 26 of 29 and 52 of 53 on extra points. So, yeah, he kicked more extra points than than Jason Sanders did. He kicked 17 more of them than Jason Sanders did. He missed one, but he still kicked 17 more. But my guy was 26 of 29. Jason Sanders was 36 of 39. Tucker was only 3 of 5 beyond 50 yards. Sanders was a monster in this capacity last year. He was 8 of 9. So the reason why I don't have Jason Sanders higher on this list is simply because Justin Tucker's not going anywhere. right? That's the unfortunate reality is if you're going to have to combat in a spot where there's only one spot and you've got to unquestionably be, be the best of the best, I mean, Tucker in 2019 kicked 57 extra, 59 extra points, made 57 of them. And he's 52 of 53 this past year. So he's scoring a ton of points. He's got a ton of exposure in that way. He plays on a super high-profile offense with Lamar Jackson, former NFL MVP on it. And he's made the Pro Bowl in three consecutive seasons in four of the last five years. I don't know how you compete with that after the season that Jason Sanders just had. So that's why Jason Sanders not further up. So my list predictively ranking a big board based on what we know right here, right now, without seeing anything on the field for 2021. Most likely first-time Pro Bowl candidates, number one, Javon Holland, safety, free safety. Number two, wide receiver, Will Fuller. Number three, defensive end, Emmanuel Agba in a contract year. Number four, tight end, Mike Isecki in a contract year. And number five, kicker, Jason Sanders, first-team All-Pro last year, somehow didn't make the Pro Bowl. I don't get it. What you get is one more show this week. So make sure you hit subscribe on the podcast. Keep it locked in right here on Locked On Dolphins. I'm Kyle Krabs. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Love chatting with you guys. Fins up. Have a great Thursday. I will talk to you all again tomorrow. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.